Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Ryan and when our powers see when they combine, yeah, you, me, and I, you, we form what experience grind podcast. Podcasts. Yeah, that's oh, the okay. one. This thing that we're doing. Yeah, it's a very special time of the year. Stoner movie September uh-huh. is that time of year. I love this time of year. It is, and I love those emphatic pauses. You got to have people waiting. Yeah. Bated breath on your words. Is that how the King's speech went down? Uh, What? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. King's speech was two hours of fucking pretentious bullshit. Yeah. With like one really good 10 minutes in the middle where like you get Jeffrey Rush teaching him to curse and like just like go off the cuff and whatever. That's fantastic. That's fun. The rest of the movie is not fun. It is lifeless. It is the most fucking boring British shit. I like I've Jeffrey ever Rush. Seen. I love Jeffrey Rush. I love Colin Firth. Firth. Not Farrell. You wanted to go Farrell. Not, I not totally that Irish did. bastard. <laughs> Hell he's no. A, fucking, he's as Irish as Irish Spring. Yeah. Pretty Irish. No. Surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wait, who's the. Oh, oh. But the the woman, it's Helena. Right? I hate her. Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she she has that face whenever she pops up in any movie. Just immediately, I'm like, uh, it's like you lost a you lost a star. Whatever you were at rating wise, you lose a point. It if also she pops up. it's made like ten times worse in the two Wonderland movies where her features are so fucking big, exaggerated. Oh my could you tell her husband made those movies? Because nobody else would want her head to be they two were, times uh, the size of one. They were fucking divorced by the time they did both those oh, is movies. It, are they not together? Oh, uh-uh, man. I see. This is how little I keep track of her. So they have split up, even though she's still in all of his movies. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I guess they're like best friends or whatever. She's his muse. Cool. My what muse. a dumb muse. My muse. My woman. Ugh. I mean, it could be uh, Veruca... Whatever her name is. What? Baruka? I get, what is her name? I don't know. I don't know. Chick from the craft. Neb Campbell? Feruza Balk? Is that her name? What? Oh, oh. (laughs) Vicky Valancourt. Yeah. I have no idea what the actress's name is. I know her as Vicky Valancourt. Feruza, Feruza Balk. It is a weird name like that. Yeah. Whose muse is she? I'm saying that could be your muse. Instead I think that's of a more interesting muse than Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. She like she strikes me as that like really over eager theater kid who just can't fucking turn it off at any point, and is really like about the craft. That was I a movie know. I was in. <laughs> the craft. I, I cannot stand her. I, Not yeah. about <laughs> acting. It's about witchcraft. It's uh, Tommy Wiseau's new play on uh, the, the art of filmmaking. It's the called craft. The Craft. They get sued immediately. No, man. We're talking about Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, because it's Stoner Movie September. It is. And this was your choice Mm -hmm. for Stoner Movie September this year. That's true. 
we did Dazed and Confused last year. Yep. And uh, I was writing off the high of that one. No pun intended. Um, I just, I was so up on Dazed and Confused. And I was like, well, really, like, everybody wants some. It's pretty much the same movie. But at the time, I was thinking, shot better. Like, I think it's a better movie. And I suggested it. And I was really hoping that I didn't, you know, have egg in my face when we come back to review it and you hate it and I don't even like it anymore. Because I think at this point, I had only seen it one time and I remember really enjoying it. But I was like, yeah, well, thematically, let's do it. I'm sure, like, we're just going to get a bunch of garbage. We did. (laughs) That knowing look. Homegrown. I'm looking straight at you. Um, so I wanted to class up the joint and put in my little art stoner film, and I did, and I don't, you know, I, w- I don't take it back. Fuck all of you. You know, in, <laughs> in video games, it's pretty common to have what is called a spiritual successor. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is basically a game in the same type, but due to licensing reasons, they can't make that exact game anymore. Yep, like Super Mario Metal Gear. The like, exact same game. But Bayonetta, Bayonetta, and like Devil May Cry. Yeah, uh, uh, Dante's Inferno yeah. was oh, pretty yeah. much that, but with like the the Dante's. Is it what's the name of the poem uh, that it comes from? That is Dante's Inferno or Dante's. It's, it's something with Dante, yeah. but it's not Dante's Inferno. Or I don't know, but anyway, something like they, the tragedy. Yeah, but they just slapped that skin on it. But it's it's fucking God of War. It's yeah. fucking Devil May Cry. Like yeah. they're all the same game. But I'm I'm talking like when a company makes a a new game in the same style. Like like what? Like when FromSoft did Dark Souls, which oh. was a spiritual successor to like Demon Souls. Gotcha. Okay. And or like, Bloodborne from Dark Souls. Is yeah. Spiritual. Things like that. Uh, okay. So what I'm getting at is that this movie is like a spiritual successor to Dazed and Confused. Completely different cast, mm-hmm. completely different timeline and setting, but same feel, same idea, and same director. Yeah, Richard it's a, Linklater. It's a slice of life of a specific decade, essentially, yeah. and like a specific time in somebody's life. Like this encapsulates that, like Days and Confused it for high school. Yeah, this one know? is college. This is yeah, yeah, college. Technically, the start of college, but yeah, college. Yeah. So one of us went to college. Oh, shit. Who was he? It was you. It was me? I'm not a college boy. No. Most people. I you're did go a, to Cornell. You're a county. I went to Cornell. Or, or you're a cutter. <laughs> what's the what's the Breaking Away shit? I've never seen Breaking Away. One's a townie and one's a cutter. Well, the townies are the people that live in town. They're the ones that go to college. They are? They're like the educated one. Or maybe it's not townies. There's an educated one, and then there's the rock cutters. Like, they're the blue collar every man oh and like they have this race every year with the cutters versus i want to say it's the townies i think the university people are called townies that's completely wrong but yeah right like right because now we think of townies as like the people who never do anything past high school they just or the people stay that there and settle you have college kids and then you have the people that live in the town are those townies yeah that's generally how i've always known townies living here in this college town I'm huh. a townie because I live here, and then everybody else is college kids. But you're you're not really a townie because you moved out of your... You moved from your town. Like, yeah, I would say, like, if you stayed in Bedford, and you never really did anything, you just did your family trade, 
and you just kind of sure you didn't you didn't break away oh my god it makes uh, so much sense now uh but that's when you're a townie it's not like you you're 40 minutes away in bloomington is a vastly different fucking place from bedford like yeah. night and day <laughs> well yeah not even close they still use the term colored person in bedford do they when I was working a family video, yeah. Oh. Though it was the 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 watch with Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill, and it was uh Moss from the It Crowd, oh. uh, Richard Iode. Yeah. And I heard somebody talking like, Yeah, they got that Vince Vaughn movie, you know, Ben Stiller, you know him, the fat one and the colored person. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is twenty probably at the time, twenty fourteen. What are current what are we year. fucking doing? Yeah, current year. How is this still acceptable? <laughs> That's crazy. Also, like, why is it that every episode of Stoner Movie September this year has gotten racially political? <laughs> I don't think this one's uh, nearly as political as we got with Friday. So far, we it, we still might get there. I don't we know. We might get there. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, we've talked about your antics in college. We, yeah. But, like, we're... Sure. Let's talk about college, Ryan, a little more. Let's sure. tie this in. Were you... At college, based on a sports scholarship. <laughs> uh, First no. question. No, right. you weren't. Easy question. That's okay. A, that's what we call. Uh, I don't know what that's we call un- sports terms. What's the one where you lob it over the base real easy so they can hit it? An underhand lobbing it. I don't know. Granny pitch. <sighs> There's I, none of these are the term I was looking for. Well, but that's okay. Let's continue on. I can't read no, your mind. No, I was not. Uh, on for any sports scholarship. Were you there on a gay dude scholarship? <laughs> Why was that so funny? Goddamn. That is the lamest fucking way you could have gone. That's why I laughed. That That's why I laughed. All that build up for okay. Uh yes. Yes, I, I was. was. He was. Yeah, okay. It was from the National Society of Gay. Oh. Yeah. Um the NSG. You may have heard of them. NSG. Um I got all of $5 from them. <laughs> Apparently, I was not high priority. Well, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I don't, were, were you like a model student? Did you go to class every day? No, I would... Um, I mean, without playing my hand too much into everybody would want some, like, the reason I really got into this movie and I still really enjoy it is because I feel like they accurately portrayed what college was like. It is just, and I, I kind of felt a lot in similar with like the main character because he kind of just gets dragged from one place to another. You're like inundated with like a bunch of new ideas and new types of people and new scenes, essentially. Um, and that's kind of what it was. Like I was not an ideal student. I, I did my fair share of sleeping through classes, missing classes. Um, there was one class. It was, this is some fucking college university bullshit, but they have something called linked courses, which means you can take one. So let's, um, let's say there is an English class you have to take and a social studies class you have to take. They are linked, meaning everybody who is in that English class is in the social studies class. And they hope this achieves like you working together, wanting to study with the people. And it's supposed to promote like all kinds of community within these classes. And this is for freshmen to get adjusted to college life so you can kind of make friends and do stuff the shitty thing about this is i had a social studies teacher who was an asshole like a straight fucking dickhead 
Um, he grade or he he did tests to catch students, not to trick them. It would you would have like Tuesday go to class on Thursday you'd have to read a hundred pages of this dry fucking story, and then he'd ask a question not based on theme or character or fucking anything. It'd be so asinine to the point of. So when this character made this big important important uh document, how many pages was the document? What color was the present under the Christmas tree? And and needless to say, this is not like it was red because red was symbolic of this or that. It was just pure bullshit. It was anal retentive, memorize everything you fucking can real quick. And I just I didn't get along with this guy. And they were like, it's a linked class, you can't drop out. You can't like you can't take it off your record. You can't do whatever. Whatever grades there is there. You can't remove it because you're in this English class too. So I kind of got fucked. And then maybe a month into it, I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going anymore. And I stopped going. I got an F. I had to go back and take the course again to replace that grade later. But like, I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. Biology one, two, and three. I had to take. Every single one of those, I didn't listen to a fucking word the teacher said. I had my iPhone or my iPod in and I had it through my sleeve and I rested it on my hand to make it look like I was listening. But every fucking class, just listening to new albums I would download or like podcasts. And like, that's all I would fucking do. So ideal? No, no, not ideal. Um, But you still completed college. It's not hard to complete college no. if you are a functioning human. Like, the people who cannot complete college once they start will never do anything in their lives because they don't have, like, it, it really is just, like, fucking show up and then to get, like, 70s, you know? Like, that's to pass college. You just gotta get C's. And you can fucking pass and get a degree. It is not that hard. And, like, most people, like, do the bare minimum. Like, you go on to rate my professor. You can see who the easy teachers are. Like, if you have any kind of fucking like street smarts, because that's that's uh, you always hear about street smarts versus education, college smarts. Blah, blah, blah. No, you need street smarts in order to get through the college stuff. And I'm telling you, the people who did not and were dropping out of college, they didn't have fucking street smarts either. I always like the people that claim that they are uh, educated in street smarts instead of book educated. Well, they also claim like usually this is on Facebook or stupid shit. <laughs> their school was the school of hard knocks. And it's like, dude, I, I went to high school with you, you uh -huh. fucking loser. You uh -huh. went to the same one as me. You ain't yeah. fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. People are dumb. They fucking are. And I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. Unless you have like a crippling alcohol addiction or something along those lines, you're, you're a dumb dumb if you can't complete whatever kind of schooling you started. I mean, it's just you either don't want it and you don't think it's important or you're, you're just like a dummy. You're a dummy and you cannot handle life. So I don't know. How many years did you live in the dorm? Three. Uh, one year as a freshman, I just every freshman had to live on a dorm. You couldn't be anywhere else. Um, I think even with uh, sports scholarships, which is something they do differently in this movie, mm -hmm. but like there was a specific um, sports dorm. Justice Building was the name. Um, and I know this because my freshman roommate was a baseball player, um, much like everybody wants him. So I went to several baseball parties with him. Um, and it was the most awkward shit ever, but yeah? like, I fucking went. Yeah. Okay, why? I Let's get him. into this. Uh, 
just because it always turned to sports and like it became like a name dropping. I, I really like, oh, what was the show that they had like the sports app where you could read the next day and catch up on the highlights so you can know and just say like it, sports center. It was like, no, it was like a, it was like a spoof. Like it was like a mad TV or SNL. Uh, that was in uh, the IT crowd. What it was. That's where it was. Did yeah. you see that ludicrous display last night? Yes. The thing about Arsenal is they always try to walk that, it in. And I needed it then because oh. it would always devolve into like sports talk. Yeah. And let me tell you what, like even just the basics of any fucking game, I, I don't know fully. Maybe baseball. I know a bit about. Um, but anything else I don't. Like, I can't tell you anything about any play in NFL. I don't know. I always just pick the ones that look cool in Madden, you know? <laughs> I don't know what they mean. So It's, it's crazy because <laughs> I had a similar time in my life where, like, everybody I knew was into sports. Mm -hmm. But I went, I just started getting casually into it just so I could ah. talk to people about things. Yeah. And then that actually ignited an actual enjoyment and love of sports that I think that's the way to go. Yeah. I should have done that. I wanted to just like know what yeah. everybody else was talking about and fit in and like mm. talk and I yeah, my if I have like all right, so if we're talking about like human character flaws, my flaw is like once I find a way that I think really works for me, I firmly entrench myself in that and I become like really stubborn about it. So this is about the time like in anybody's life not just college people where they're like kind of finding themselves sure yeah and like immediately i was like no sports this is not important to me i'm not gonna waste a second trying to please anybody with stupid sports facts and like i stuck to that and i don't know i probably shouldn't have like it, it does no good because it just shuts you off from people and it prevents that was possibilities, also that was you know? me in high school i was that way I and guess I was a late bloomer because yeah, I, maybe, that yeah, started and that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because once I got out of high school, but it's also maybe because I joined the workforce a lot earlier than you. Since I didn't go to college, yeah, I pretty much started working. Yeah, everybody you work with talks about fucking sports. Mm -hmm. So I think that was maybe it for me. Like, yeah, I never got into college sports though. I. Well, I don't but know. You I guess the, the, argument, the argument you hear is that college sports is where it's the most uh, legit. That's when care. there's blood in the play, you know? No. That's when they care. They're not just paid off on some big old fucking See, and that, salary. My, my counter argument is that I want to see the guys that are so good, they get paid boom that's it that's what i want to watch. i'm with you i don't I care don't, about fucking the olympics dildo from show me the olympics Tulsa, i want to see yeah. the best of the best yeah no i'm with you 100 percent. i want to see people that get paid to do it mm -hmm. that's what i fucking care about because i can't do it right don't care show me the people that do it the best mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people don't well some people watch twitch for other things but a lot of people watch twitch to watch the best people at a thing do a thing yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah why a you lot. Watch. Uh, Some people, know. know. I well, I'm curious about the Twitch audience. Like, if you, what that's is weird, the percentage? Man. Because I think, I think the majority are people who are alone who just want to hang out with somebody and watch a video game. Now that I probably would agree is a lot of the female Twitch streamers. Oh, so they attract those people. Yeah. Okay. I no, I mean, imagine. I think, 
I think even with like the um with with male streamers too, because you got that the real charismatic that social ones, engineering, sure. like, hey bros, like we're doing this together, we're a team, community, blah blah blah. And I think they like they rope in these people who are just like, I have no community. Nobody I. likes me. Uh, go back and listen to the Friday episode where Ryan says, I really like this movie because of the community. I wish I had a community. <laughs> but uh, I, I this I man think- speaks in riddles, <laughs> and I'm still trying to decipher them, people. That's uh, it's like Mind Hunter over here. Yeah, I'm as Except deep as a the, fortune cookie. You're the big fat guy with the mustache who strangles oh, women and has what? sex with them, and I'm the guy that's trying to figure you out. What? Have you seen Mind Hunters? Uh, no. Oh man, I thought you meant the David Fincher Netflix show. Yeah, that's actually. what I. Yeah. Who's the big fat? What that guy? Yeah. What? The dude in the prison who like the guy who talks like this. That guy's awesome. I love. All right, he. All right, he does a great, and he shows up again in Barry. He's the tech guy. Yeah, who works on the uh, the unlocking the Russian thing. Uh, it's not Russian. I don't remember whatever Eastern European nation those people were from. I remember the Bolivians. Yeah, but the other one. I know. <laughs> Goron. We did no ho Hank. <laughs> Who is he with? The Slovakians? Slovenians? It's like some weird name. Anyway. Anyway. I'm not like a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I am as clear as can be. <laughs> so, this all... St- we, I never got why you were at awkward at baseball parties. Is it just oh, because you're you? I, just, I don't know how to talk to are, people yeah. when they're going into that stuff. I literally have nothing Oh, to yeah, that's right. It's it's the same way, like, Laura is into caving. She has, like, a bunch of caving friends... And, like, there are several that, like, I really like and think are cool. But when you get large groups of them together, all they want to do about is talk about that big hobby that includes everybody. Except for you. And I'm the one who's not part of it. And that's why I felt like a lot of the sports stuff went. And it's fine. Like, I can't be a part of it because I don't know. And that's on me. I get it. But it's just, eh, eh, whatever. Just uh, pull your dick out and start cranking it (laughs) while everybody's talking about caves. Like, yeah. That's a good idea. This is what I'm doing. (laughs) You need to get on my level. It's a very good idea. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So was your roommate like any of the dudes in this movie? Um, probably the most like coma. (laughs) Which one was coma? Uh, I guess he fell asleep at one point and they called him coma, but he is probably the least memorable of everybody. (laughs) He's got like the, uh, a brown hair, oh, the bullet cut. He got like real. He smoked the joint when the dude got kicked out. He had the red hat. He wore a lot. He when they went to the punk show, he had his shirt tucked in. Yes. Yeah. Him. Oh, okay. That was him. Yeah. Because Be- because Millsy was like real straight laced, like very straight. Like he drank and stuff, but like anything more than that didn't do. He wasn't really too crude. Though he had one joke where he made fun of somebody who had, like, a learning disorder. And he would do an impression. Okay. This is really This is Millsy, huh? I know. This is not me, but it did make me laugh, so whatever. Maybe it's slightly on me. Yeah. But he'd he'd do this impression where he'd, like, step up to the plate as the pitcher. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just just say what he would say. He'd say, like, I'm whatever my name is. From blah, 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 I have an LD. And it's just the way he, oh, like, put okay. his lip out or something. Like, sure. it was totally in the face. So I can't even do the impression of it. But, like, he just had, like, this learning disabled character down so well in his facial manners. And, like, he just pulled this out randomly. You'd be, like, in the middle of a game of Halo. And he'd be like, you know, you remind me of 
blah, blah, blah. I have an LD or whatever. And just like whip it out. And it was always, always funny. But um, he was, he was a lot like that character. And I don't think like every other character in the movie has like kind of like a defining trait. He wasn't very, com- if he was competitive, he did not show it too much. Um, I think that's like probably the biggest com- uh, trait you see. And so I got to think of who are the non-competitive people in Everybody Wants Some. And it's, it's, it's. Shirt tuck guy, you got uh Willoughby, maybe, but like he's not competitive for other reasons, and then like the whole kind oh, of yeah, yeah. stoner big idea man, that wasn't Millsy, that wasn't him, you know. So is this so. guy's last name Mills and you yeah. guys just called him Millsy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well uh, Millsy's what the the baseball, the baseball team. So that's what you called. So I was cool enough, I got to do it. Okay. But not cool <laughs> enough to go to more than three parties. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised he took you to three. It took me to a few. If if you were acting like I imagine. Probably exactly that. I I know. I don't know. I think here's the thing. I don't like parties and I don't like social scenes, but I think I can hang pretty well for the most part. Like, I really don't. I can find the people that like I'm going to gel with or whatever. Like I can sense it when I can sense when I'm not wanted. Sure. Sure. It's just reminding me <laughs> there's an episode of American Dad where Roger is playing a cool kid and he's trying to help Steve be cool and he takes him to a oh, party no. and Stan shows up and he, he wants to save Steve from losing his virginity to somebody that's worthless. Mm. And Roger's like, don't worry, you ruined him for life and it cuts to Steve. And he, he's like, I want to get Yub Yub Ye tattooed on my lower back because it's my name and Ewok. Although I'm sure once the tattoo artist starts, I'll start crying because it hurts. And once I start crying, I can't stop. And then the girl he's talking to, like, slaps him in the face out of nowhere. And he starts crying. And he goes, oh, no, here I go. I won't be able to stop now. And I imagine that's you at parties. (laughs) Uh... Huh, what is, what's a good movie or TV example surrogate of me at a party? Uh, uh, it would it be is, in actually, Grandma's Boy when JP shows up crying at the- Oh my god, you dick. No, I, I'm, I'm trying to be serious and think. Uh, and the sad thing is, like, that's all I have in my head right now. Or, like, the j- things most yeah. serious. It's like Grandma's Boy. It's like, there's not a fucking character that relates to anybody in that fucking movie. Um... Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I'm... I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I can't self-reflect right now. I'm getting too deep into this. <laughs> you are getting really deep. So let's talk about this movie then. Okay. Let's, let's pivot. Talk about everybody wants them. Let's pivot. I like it. It's a football term. It's also just a term. Sure, sure. In general. Uh, I have no said here. ball. They use balls of football. They do. Also, balls are everywhere. Uh, I have like three notes, though. I, I made it sound like I have, I have three things. I was like so impressed by your fucking notes. Yeah. You're like, I brought my notes today. I was like, fuck, I didn't. I, I thought you I got three things written down. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Cannot wait to hear. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, what sucks is that I have an opening topic question here. Uh, why did you not look at your notes? I don't know, dude, because I looked at them right now. What, what's the uh, topic? Well, this ties into the movie. All Ryan. Right. What is your sign? Oh, I see. Libra. You're a Lib. What the hell is Libra? It's the scale. 
Okay. It's the least sexy of the horoscope animals. I am literally a measuring scale. Boy, yeah. I'm trying um, to think. Uh, everything else is pretty cool. They're all animals. I like even like the worst animal is well, not a fucking scale. There's Gemini, which is a twin. Oh, that's true. And Siamese twin usually. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically an animal. It's you know, it's a living fucking creature. Well, I, I guess, guess true. I should say because we're animals. Yeah. <laughs> rawr, ladies. Very raw. That was. So, what, like, what are your characteristics supposed to be? Do you know? Yeah, um, judgmental. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, let's see uh, that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, loyal. Yeah, um, I see that one, too. Very straight and narrow, very fair and balanced. Like, this is all, wow. like, I think of what a scale is. Like, that, that scale of justice, and that's a Libra. Okay. It's literally, I don't know, um, grown man. Like, I have the personality of a grown adult, and I've had it my whole life. <laughs> he is an average man. Just an average man. Yeah. Nothing more. No. Yeah, that's it. Just it's, an it, average man. With an average dick. I noticed that you used uh, fair and balanced to describe <laughs> that's, yourself. That's a nod to everybody who wants some, just in case our listeners don't get it. Does that mean that you are uh, you watch Fox News? Is this where I need to be at? That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Do you do this? <laughs> Hiya! All right. Um, fair and balanced like Fox News, yeah. So you're saying you're if, all right. dun, 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 political. I said Do you support the balanced? Trump presidency? I have said I've delivered a fair and balanced opinion on this podcast and in many things for like a over a year. I've been dropping that. And you just now pick up on the Fox News. Angle. I guess I did, yeah. Um, but no, I'm not political. I, I actually them. really don't like politics. I, I think them. they're stupid. I think, like religion, they don't better the world. They just cause more divide. They're, there's no reason for them. I work with a bunch of old dudes, and I'm sure I've said it before, but there's like a big communal break room, and like, dude, for real, once politics starts, I just get up and I just yeah. leave. I don't say anything. I'm out of here. It's Later that on. it's that primal human in tribe instinct. It's me versus them, and it's like. Hey, let's try to be better than that. Not just fucking animals like we were talking about. I think your uh your sign is that pretty apt. It's pretty I think so. Like I'm not Do you believe in that shit though? No. I don't okay. believe in it. It's Especially weird. since like a year ago they dropped in that thirteenth sign bullshit. Oh, and did then they? I technically am what I'm something new now because of that sign. Oh. I'm not gonna learn that. I don't have the the time power to but like that just shows like how fucking flip floppy bullshitty like it's just somebody spitting you niceties to to encourage you in your day so you don't kill yourself like that's all it is it's, cheer up things are gonna get better somebody in your life really means something to you they're Please also vague yourself. it's crazy like a really cool thing and a really lame thing are so close to each other if somebody says that they're really into astrology you have to like wait you question everything else wait is this the cool one <laughs> or no no astronomy oh astrology no they're fucking ter- get out of here abort don't talk yeah yeah no wait wait so do you study the stars or do you study the stars which mm. way is it hmm yeah yeah i mean that's i think the only time astronomy's ever been called the cool one <laughs> It is, but when compared to astrology, it immediately oh, jumps up there. It's way cooler. It's goddamn Chester the Cheetah cool. I'd like to talk about black holes forever because they're you fucking, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. They're metal as hell, man. 
Black holes are fucking brutal, dude. They don't give a single fuck. Uh, that's not true. Um, I think Matthew McConaughey conquered them with love in Interstellar. And a so, robot. Hmm. What a I don't think movie. that robot did anything useful in that movie. He's the one that launched him around when they were going through the thing. Oh. I forgot about it. I hated that movie Tars. when I saw it. Yeah, it, it was. Very... It was. What a dumb name. <laughs> did you? Okay. Could you? Could you believe that Matt Damon, the villain of the movie, his name was Doctor Man? Dude, that movie is the most right unsubtle bullshit. I fucking so disappointed with that. <laughs> That's like Einstein giving fucking talks, and then you go to like an Einstein talk one time, and he just does the hokey pokey. Yeah. It is just so fucking under... I hate Interstellar. Hey, and Ryan. anybody who thinks it's good, you're defending bullshit, and you should be held on trial. Hey. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I got off. I'm a Leo. <laughs> oh, is that how conversations work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is natural and free-flowing. Oh, God, that ties into our movie tonight. I know. Continue. <laughs> so, uh, Leo... Um, I don't actually know much about Leo. What 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 what's the what what are the typical traits for a Leo? Uh boisterous, <laughs> back braggadocious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh like to be center of attention. Oh my god, you're checking all of them so um, pretty good leaders and charismatic. Huh. I think that's all Leos. There's of course it's always so vague too, like It is, it is. And and I'm I know for me, there are probably like other characteristics that are attributed to Libras that I'm leaving out or I don't remember because sure. they didn't pertain to me. So it's just, I don't know. It it's is all. It's yeah. It's so dumb. It's all but I, I asked vague enough because... that you can see it. It's it's like the people who talk to the dead. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like that one guy who had the show where he would talk to John people's... Edwards, the biggest douche in the universe. Right. It's it's that it's that same kind of practice. You're, you're just vague enough. That many people can relate, the but Long you're specific Island enough, yeah, oh yeah, that they want to believe it, and it's also so because it's fucking wish fulfillment. It's like, oh, I am gonna have good luck today. Thank you, horoscope. I'm doing much better. <laughs> I'm looking forward to living again. Oh man, I I envy the I poor it. dumb bastard <laughs> that his day gets better based on his horoscope. Those people exist, man. I know those people exist. The, those people also exist to where they don't do a thing because oh. I don't know. Dude, They're I know very some very huh? I know like some very intelligent people that like will talk about oh man, no wonder I was feeling weird. Saturn's in retrograde. And it's like <laughs> you're like a fucking chemical engineer. You believe in fucking Saturn's rotation around us having an effect on you? I don't get it, man. Yeah. That's like saying the loon the ah, the moon makes you loony and crazy. I I don't get it. Some people do, though, man. Some people really like it. And I think it's the it fills that same hole that religion typically fills. I think for a lot of people, it probably might. It's this this higher spiritual thing that you don't quite know and you're learning about and you want to believe in it because then that way you don't have to take accountability for your fucking actions. Also, I said accountability not accountability i'm gonna take accountability uh, for this tangent bud light you are flat and shitty <laughs> but i'm drinking you anyway so this is uh yeah, this is in <laughs> reference to a thing that happened in this movie 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is. This movie, we're a very small into. part of the movie, but yeah. yes. <laughs> so Ryan, mm-hmm. your choice. Mm-hmm. Why this movie? Like, when did you first see it? What caught your interest? Uh, I caught it as soon as it came on video. Um, I don't remember when that was. It's not that old of a I movie. I want to say 2016, maybe? It was some time in 2016. That sounds right. I was... Uh, I don't know if I was working at Herald Times or not, but um, I saw it at work. It was one I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy because this is fresh off of Boyhood? Yeah. This is his follow-up to Boyhood, right? Uh-huh. And I thought Boyhood was really overrated. I um, liked Boyhood a lot. I liked it. I didn't like it a lot. I, I liked, liked it a whole lot. a lot of pieces of it. And then as soon as he gets to a certain age, I hate the movie. Because he gets real philosoph- like philosophical. And, and it he... I think Richard Linklater was trying to do like that 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 curiousness of youth and sure. kind of yeah. how you try to pump up everything and really pretend like you know everything and you're really deep and meaningful and you're searching for stuff. And I think he's done it really well in other movies, but in Boyhood it came across like an old man writing for like a college kid or that kind of age, you know? Um so going into Everybody Wants Some, I wasn't really excited for it. Um, this was before we did Sonar Movie September and I went back to Days and Confused because if you would have asked me before Sonar Movie September Days and Confused, I would have thought that movie was fine. Not like anything special. It wasn't until we revisited it and I was like, oh my God, Days and Confused is like a masterpiece. And I love it. Um, so all of this led into a just kind of, eh, whatever, I'll put it on the background. You know, it, it, I didn't think it was going to capture my attention. And I remember that day when I was watching it, I had one of my lowest productivity days because I was completely engaged with this. Like it it was one of those things where like 20 minutes in, I should have known to turn it off because I wasn't going to get anything done. Because this movie, I well, all right, fuck it. We're just going to roll into quick feelings, I guess. I think this movie has fantastic character work. I love I love the ensemble cast here. I think they all are very good. I think thematically, um, this is a much, much stronger movie than Days and Confused. I think Days and Confused kind of gets lucky and has a lot of good scenes. But like the through line, there's really not one. It's it's a movie without a plot. It's a movie about nothing. It's just character and style. And I think you can get that from this movie, from Everybody Wants Some. You can look at it for the characters and style and that's enough. But I do think there's also something deeper there. And I was pleasantly surprised and kind of moved and, dare I say, nostalgic. Because I talked in our intro um, about kind of how I related some of these characters here. And it, it feels like you're in college. Like, what they do in this movie, that was my college experience. And it's the the line at the end of the movie to which the, the professor writes on the board that frontiers are where you make it. You know, right before he falls asleep. Like, the whole thesis of the movie is you get the experience you want, and what you're going to remember from college is not college. College is not important at all. Going to classes is the the lowest priority for this fucking movie. It is everything around the university life that makes college special. 
And that was 100% my feeling at college. It wasn't like, man, I really love going to art class and doing this or that or going to history. That shit was just, it's, it's fucking high school. Nobody loves that about any school. It's the memories around, the friends you had, kind of the, the new, for me anyway, like just many, many new things, new possibilities brought to life. Like, I don't think I was a sheltered kid up until then, but like the freedoms I was given by my parents, I didn't take. Um, mostly because I was still kind of in that, that brain, no, I don't want to say brainwashing because that's too harsh, but like <laughs> the, the Christian mindset, right? Like I think I got indoctrinated with that stuff very early on and it made me not want to stray. Sure. And so college allowed me to stray. So like even like the, the shitty joke of a character, um, Buford, what Buford, whatever his name yeah, is, BP, okay. uh, Buford Perkins, Buford Perkins. Um, he's the joke of the character, but like I also kind of, they give him enough to do when he comes back from his trip with his girlfriend. Like, he's like, man, there's so many temptations, just like so many things happening. And like, that was college for me. It was literally like, oh my God, like there is so much to the world that like, I have not seen. And that was like the first awakening. And I think this movie hits upon that. So I really like that kid. Um, cause I related to him a lot. Cause I can remember the small town country boy. Not that, but just being the guy that uh is away for like the first time and he's uh calling his girlfriend and all worried about everything and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can I can remember being that kid when I was younger. But I, I related to that. Um I'm gonna go ahead and say about this movie, uh that I completely a hundred percent agree with you. Hey I I think this spoiler, movie, I knew that, but I'm yeah. so happy to hear it now just as I was last week. <laughs> I think this movie is way a much better film mm-hmm. than Dazed and Confused. Yeah. On almost every aspect. It's better acted, better directed, better written, mm-hmm. better shot. Just in every flipping way. And yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's not, but imagine if it's some crazy meta commentary from Richard Linklater that your high school self gets more refined in college. It's not. I think he just grew as a filmmaker as he got old because there's like 20 years between these films. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but no, I really like this. I like this a lot better than I like Days and Confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Like I like all the different character types that everybody is bringing to this movie. There's why they are. We've said it too in Friday. We're like it's almost like they're one dimensional, but these guys flesh that out into some weird three dimensional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like where the super amped weirdo dude. Oh, raw dog. Yeah, is, <laughs> is pitching to the the main dude with the mustache. Yeah, and they're like fucking with each Superman. other. Superman. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking with each other. And then there's this really nice scene where, like, later on, like the, the crazy dude walks up and he's like, "Hey, man." Yeah, that was really crazy. I'm sorry. And the dude just goes, "It's cool, man. We're cool." Well, and that's that. That's, yeah, that's a lot of conflict resolution that like. A lot of us have gone through mm-hmm. and like it also is so everybody in this movie, the big trope between everybody is that, oh, we're all super competitive. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like that, that they they get it from the outside, too, that like, I get it, man, you, you're doing your thing. I'm doing mine. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like a weird respect thing, but that's what this competition breeds. 
Yeah, yeah. It's I don't have too too much uh, familiarity with sports teams and being on a team, well, but I like imagine video games. You're not generally a very competitive guy. No, no, no. Um, I'm not. I can understand when people get competitive, and I like you know I, I, I not to say I don't want to win when I play. Like when I play a game of Smite, like my goal is to win. Of course, it is. I'm just not gonna like. I'm not gonna throw a paddle in fucking frustration and make a scene just because I didn't win. Yeah. Like the people in this movie would. And maybe that's I have maybe known that's people what kept like me that, from though. being into sports, you know? Have you met people like that? Yeah, one hundred percent. I used to fucking hang out with this kid like my freshman year of high school. He'd come over and we'd play like those N sixty four WWF games. And man, when I'd fucking beat him, he'd just haul off and punch me in the arm. And I, I was like what i don't get that <laughs> shit and i just i was like well i'm not hanging out with you anymore yeah fuck you yeah it's you suck it's a fucking game there was this kid <laughs> when i lived up here man and i used to go out and party we'd party at this these people's house and one of the dudes that lived there he loved to play fifa on like the gamecube oh sure and dude would constantly fucking just smash gamecube controllers when he was losing to people he just gets so pissed and like just fucking huck it at like their concrete floor and shit it's like dude that is somebody who would not get invited back to my house. <laughs> but he lived there. We partied at his oh, house. Oh, that was his place? That was his stuff. So he's breaking his stuff. Oh, that's but fine. But still, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it still makes it fucking awkward for it's everybody awkward else. It's awkward and it, you're not cool. It, yeah. Also, like, it is just, like, shitty sportsmanship. Yeah. Because, like, hey, yeah, you didn't do good, but somebody else did. Like, fucking be happy for them. Like, it's a fucking game. It yeah. is not life and death. You're not less of a person because of yeah. Nobody I fucking cares. I think that's interesting because this movie talks about that that competitive dynamic and it brings up specifically um the tribe mentality a few times. Like they reference tribes and like the primal man. And I wonder if that's that's that is that's saying what it is. It's just these people like it's this this urge in us that we have to get out and it's just like I don't know. Maybe I wasn't born with that urge. Maybe like I'm out of it, but like I just don't care, you know? Yeah. Enough to like be shitty to somebody or like even like vaguely aggressive, like throwing a paddle or throwing a controller or something, you know? Like I just, I've done that shit by myself because I'm disappointed in me. Sure. Um, because like most, uh, <laughs> people in my mindset, I self hate. Oh I, yeah, I put all that hate inwards. <laughs> Characters like yeah. as a character-driven movie, I know I have a favorite character. I'm assuming you do too. Uh, I have many characters. Yeah, I. I <laughs> but know. if I have to pick one, give me a second. What I'll think of mine. But Kyle, what what is your favorite? Who's your favorite character? Can you guess? Is it Willoughby? It's not Willoughby. No. Is it Finn? It is Finn. Okay. I really like Finn in this movie. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Finn is like the idealized Ryan. I wish I was as smart and like as quick witted as he is because I I love his, his turn of phrase. Like he is so sharp and, and not like that fake Richard Linklater sharp, like in boyhood, like he is exactly as smart as like a college junior, senior should be as witty as one. He's not unnaturally witty. He's very natural in his Yeah, that's his, what I loved about him. He was, very, yeah. he was very relaxed yeah. and was very sure of himself at that moment in time. Yeah. And I really like that, man. Mm-hmm. 
Finn was easily in my number. I also just like I'm with him. You know, like yeah. his mindset 100% I'm with totally him. Like did. everybody's playing the game to get ladies and he's the only one who's like we got to rise to their level, you know? Like he's the if they're also- into astrology, Fuck it, I'm gonna say what I know about astrology. He's it's the like, one that most <laughs> consistently gets ladies. It is. If you notice, the movie wraps up with only two people getting ladies. The main hero and Finn. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for it. Adaptability, son. And uh, that's another thing that goes back to like the, the primal stuff and evolution. Adaptability. This movie has a theme in it about... It's a very good movie, man. And I, I, I've got to... I'm, Still, what, digging on this vein, right? I'm still mining this vein to get this through line, but... I did not expect to like this movie like I did. I'm glad you did. I'm very glad you did. I went in very almost reserved, and I was like you. Once I started watching it, I couldn't pull away. Like, it had me. It's real smart. Um, I noticed on the second viewing that they do character and story exposition real real front heavy like the first five minutes or so of this movie is like hey here's this guy he does this this guy does this you're gonna be living here you can't do this and it sets up the stakes of the movie which really there aren't any but it kind of sets up everything it sets up all of the characters very very well to the point like you know them within like the first 20 minutes of the movie you know everybody's backstories who they are and kind of what to expect from them. And what their motivations forward. are, yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 real smart. Most movies, I think, we like dull it out in drips throughout the movie and give you a little exposition here, little exposition here. And I think that's to the movie's detriment, um, to other movies' detriments. Yeah. Um, I think it works beautifully here. I also really enjoy the fact that it's working against a countdown clock to Doomsday. Yeah. It's a really nice touch. It's and, really setting... Pra- like, yeah. The pacing and the frame of the movie, all those things happen sometimes very weirdly. Like, oh, uh, what do you mean? Also, the the doomsday clock is the countdown to college the for people who have school. not seen this. It's so like it's, it's counting down the first seventy two hours mm-hmm. before. So it's when you move in, but school hasn't started yeah. yet, and this is what that movie is. But what what was the weird thing you noticed? Well, like, uh, I guess it. I guess it makes sense, but. Did they or did they not, him and the girls, stay up all night, float in a creek, and then go to school? They did. That's kind of weird. And a little romanticized. It is, um, yeah, 100%. And that one Agreed. threw me off. Agree. One that I also thought stood out but enjoyed. That kind of shit does happen in college. Um, maybe it could have happened. Maybe I say it's plausible. Because that kind of shit happens, but, like, later in college. It's not freshman first year, but yeah. she wasn't a freshman. She was not. So maybe she's kind of known about this spot, and, like, this is what they do. I didn't think it was that natural. They, I like, too, that at one point, they end up going to three different shows on the same day. Mm-hmm. And, but there's, like, there's a lot of shit going on. Wait, shows? Yeah, they, so they go to the punk rock show, and That's... then they come home and go to the disco. No, they... this is flipped up. So they go to the disco, yeah, they and then the they get, once. and then they go back to the disco to get kicked out of the disco, and then they go to the Western Bar. That's a second night, and then the third night, or no, I'm sorry, it is the second night. It's all the second, the second night. night. They wa- they're walking around, and he runs into his friend from high school, who's the punk actually now. all right. So 
it starts on a night, which is disco night. Then it goes into disco to then Western bar. Then that next night is punk. And then the final night is the um, theater. I the first night is don't disco know if night. that's right. The second night is punk rock show, disco, get kicked out, go to cowboy bar. The third and final night takes place. So it's the baseball the punk day. show comes immediate. The punk show is after the country bar. And it is not the it is. same night. I'm it 100% sure it is. isn't. Okay. Because they, they go and they're walking during the daytime. Yeah. And they meet that kid. Yeah. That bar shit happened at night. Or did they go to the bar during the day? No, they got fucking... They were fighting at night. So that was all at night. Yeah. New day. They meet that kid during the day. And then they go to the punk show at night. Is 100% what happens. Because he's like high school friends with that guy. Because they were on the same high school team. Yeah. But they meet during the day. And that's he's saying later that night we're going to go. And then they went to that. 100%. I can tell uh, you. The country western bar came before. I just got done watching this movie before I came here. I'm going to I'm going to figure this out and I will tell right. on the Facebook post. I Please will tell do. who's right. 100 I don't know about like the days or whatever, but I will put money down. I will this is, is that, my betting point. You're saying the punk rock show is behind It is after the country after the western country bar. bar. Okay. 100%. I'll check. 100%. Okay. Because we will find out. during this part, Laura what? and I, because I showed her this movie for the first time, we look at each other and we're like, they've hit every scene now. They've yeah. done this, they've done Western, and now they've done this. So they get a little bit of like that urban cowboy John Travolta. They get Saturday Night Fever John Travolta. And now you get the punk show. It's 100% after those two. I'm t- I'll, I'll find out. But anyways. One we need thing, to find out. I'm right, but continue. <laughs> one thing that I really liked about the punk show. <laughs> yes. Was that... They did the Gilligan's Island song? No, no, no. <laughs> it was, to me, who has been to a lot of fucking shitty punk shows and things mm. like that, it was very authentic because there weren't a lot of people there. And that's what I liked, man. This wasn't some Hollywood yeah. bullshit where it was like some warehouse Packed. full of people. Mm-hmm. No. Everybody miraculously knows all the words to every song. Yeah. It's just like the most inviting environment ever. I've been to it a is... lot of shitty punk shows with some well-known touring punk acts coming through and like playing in a yeah. basement. And it's like there's like, you know, 20 people there. Maybe. It's the way that shit is. And I like that. It's yeah. a nice little touch. I think that compliment can be applied to this whole film. Yeah. I, I really... You might have an issue with like some of the jumps in time, like we're hitting this scene, this scene, and maybe it yeah, all it's seems very too minor, forced. if anything. It's just being nitpicky yeah. because I enjoy this movie so much. Yeah, but I think everything else feels very natural and realistic. This is one of the most realistic feeling films I've seen yeah. in a while yep. since really like it's this in eighth grade for yeah. like the last few years of like the most real feeling movies. I agree, man. I really like this movie, and I'm glad that you fucking brought it up and recommended it. Yeah, me too. Um, I think everybody needs to watch it. I do too. I just, I really, like, the cast is so likable, and it's a bunch of really kind of unknowns. Like, and that's crazy. There's no big name comparatively here. Comparatively to, like, uh, Dazed and Confused, where it's also a big cast of yeah. relatively known people, but they're not as good as these people. These are much better actors. Yeah. I think. Like, you fucking take Ben Affleck all you want, but like, I'd put him up against anybody here and they'd hold their own. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy I, London and you, the weird guy. You know who I love? This might be my number two, maybe favorite this viewing is the, 
the guy who kind of has like the gravelly smoky voice the really dumb dude yeah i love that guy too you know why there's one line that sold it for me this time what was it can you guess which one really just drove me over that? It's it's a specific scene. I I'm, I might want you. Say it's when it. he goes to get a beer at the drama party, and there's a cat in the fridge, and he's just like, "Whoa, did anybody else see that? That's not where cats belong." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and the way he delivers it is so fucking perfect, man. Yeah, I like that guy a lot, man. I love him. He might be it, it would because I'd be with you with Finn. This guy is a close number two now that I think about the movie. Like, I, I love this guy. I loved him every time he was on the scene, too. <laughs> he was pretty great. Then He's the one that wins the flick contest, too, right? No, that one is like the the Blake from Workaholics knockoff. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> With like the little thin mustache. Yeah, I like that guy, too, though. I like everybody he was in this funny. movie, man. Yeah, even um, Buford perkins beaufort perkins like he kind of has like that one scene where he's a little dickish about the room yeah and not giving it up so the one guy can have sex at night and i was like i don't fucking like that guy no and then he disappears and then he comes back and like because they're a team they just accept him you know and like they give him the same shit they give everybody else but like it goes on i'm like oh okay no no all right no he's cool he's cool i like him nah I understand. He was just nervous or whatever. It's the first day. Everybody's all about it. He's cool. He's cool. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all I have to say. Um, That ended. What about Willoughby, man? What about this character? I love Willoughby. Because Willoughby is actually, we find out, like a 30-year-old dude yeah. who has faked his transcripts because he doesn't want to stop playing college baseball and living in college i was blindsided by this the first time did you catch any of the hints that were dropped no not outside of him filming every episode of that tv show twilight zone oh sure well there's that and like um him and the main character jake start talking about where they're from and he's like really evasive and he doesn't ever say Is where that he's what from. He's like rolling he's, up the joint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I never really picked up on it. But like they were like hinting at that. But yeah. like I remember just being completely like, where the fuck did this come from? What? What? But I also kind of like that immediately because it happens like you hear about it from two people who have found out about it. You don't see anything. You see him get talked off the field. And him and the coach. Do like the lost in translation, silent talk. They shake hands. You don't hear what they're saying. And then that's it. He's gone. And then like minutes later, these two come up. They're like, hey, man, did you hear about Willoughby? Yeah, he was a 30 year old. And it's like, I like, oh, shit. I liked Willoughby's last line, which was. It's perfect. I I can tell you relatively what it is, which is like, it's not it's not the length of it's not how long you play. Or, or it's it doesn't last forever, but hey boys, enjoy we're it. here for a good time. Not That's always it. a long time. That's it. Yeah, and I thought that was so fitting for his fucking character. Yeah, man. And like that's this movie gets character, and I, man, let me tell you, I love this movie because it's it. This is a movie that's all about the relationships, and I think Richard Linkletter has like a fucking fascination with like how relationships are made. Because that's all this movie is, is people getting to know one another and then like dealing with that and like working as a unit. And like, I, I love this movie. I I love this movie. I don't know. I'm I like rambling how Finn into was like a, uh, a social chameleon. He fit in everywhere. Adaptability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fucking great, man. I yeah. Love that. Um, 
I like, uh, I don't know, man. Everything about this movie. I want to see where you were, you're going to put it. It's going to be high. Yeah. It's going to be high. Um, I can tell you it is not above Big Lebowski, half-baked. On a scale of one to nine baseball winnings. Oh, okay. Where would you rate everybody wants some? Nine being the highest. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like this is very pretentious of me. But I'm going to give it a nine. I think this is a perfect movie for what it sets out to do. I think it takes the the style and loose format of Days and Confused and actually does something, I think, much more um, cohesive with it. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it's one I of those the, movies, too. Like, as soon yeah. as it starts, like, there's not a lull. Like, it is just engaging. It is scene after scene of very engaging, well-written characters speaking dialogue that just no, does nothing to but to help inform the characters even more i think it is very carefully crafted i think along with days and confused it has a great soundtrack that also makes it very watchable i i don't know i think this might be my favorite richard linklater film it's this then bernie and then days and confused nice scanner darkly say, might be up there i'm gonna give this an eight Okay. And that's a pretty good score still, I feel, because I really did like this movie yeah, a lot. Yeah, I know. I think that's a great score. Um, It might be one of... It might be my second favorite Stoner movie, September movie so far. Ooh. Yeah. I'm interested in what this one is. It's Friday. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, I didn't know if we you there was something else. Um, did you watch Homegrown without me? Is it Homegrown? I haven't seen Homegrown. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet either? No, fuck no. I'm putting that off till Monday uh, when we record. I'm going to watch it and... uh. So I don't know, man, about Homegrown. We're, I can already tell you that. it's not going to be good. Gonna I'm not going to dig it. <laughs> uh, that'll be a fun episode to do, too, because we'll have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to listen next week to find that out, you dumb idiots. Boom. There's but, that experience grind negativity you love. Uh, you dumb, dumb fuckheads. <laughs> we're going to shut it down now. Because <laughs> um, we've actually gone really long. We talked about you oh, in college days for a while. Yeah, it was very rambly. I'm sorry. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> that's that's what every listener loves to hear. Oh, great. Ryan's on a rambly episode. Uh, must miss experience grind. Am I right? Hashtag hey, Ryan. Ryan's hey, Ryan. the lesser. What did this marble mean in this scene? 30 minutes later. And that's what I feel the marble meant in that scene. And it was just really powerful, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love talking movies. I am Willoughby. I am you the are, guy man. who likes to talk about the you fucking are. notes in a song. I love that over zone over. out, man. Everybody... As soon as he started talking about Twilight and he's like, nah, man, that episode's called Of the Beholder. Mm-hmm. I have the Beholder. I'm like, I love this guy. This is me. This is my spirit animal. He talks Willoughby. forever and everybody else is just stoned. They're like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. Such a, such a great movie, man. Uh, I, I, I highly agree. Go watch. Yeah. Everybody wants it. I guarantee nobody has seen it. It's on Hulu. Watch it. Yeah. It's yeah. well worth your time. Absolutely. Much better than Dazed and Confused. I think so. And Dazed and Confused is good. It's so. very good. Dazed and Confused is still top five Sony movies, September movies for me. Well, buddy, we're going to get the fuck out of here. I'll Sounds see good. You in a week. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Bye, everybody. We're so